When I was 25, I got hired as a computer programmer at a consulting firm called Cambridge Technology Partners. I was at the tail end of my computer geek phase just before starting film school. I wasn't actually a programmer at all, but I had a fancy degree from Carnegie Mellon and I just published a bunch of papers on artificial intelligence. So they hired me. At this point, I just needed a paycheck. I've been waitlisted by USC Film School, and the last thing in the world I wanted to do was sit all day staring at a computer screen. Within days, I connected with a guy at the company whose name was also Mike. He was head of sales, and he quickly became my mentor. For a while, I was his sidekick on a lot of sales calls with CIOs at pretty big companies, places like Wells Fargo and Charles Schwab. Now, these guys controlled budgets in the hundreds of millions, and I really didn't even understand what Mike did. So it was kind of a mystery to me why he'd want me in these meetings. We'd go sit in some guy's office in a skyscraper in San Francisco, and Mike would mainly talk to the dude about golf, basketball, baseball, and football. Four things I knew nothing about. So I'd stay silent for 90% of the meeting and only speak when I had something super intelligent to say. That had the desired effect of making me seem like a boy wonder. Now, looking back, it's super obvious that was my role. After the meeting, we'd go to some posh downtown restaurant, one of the places that only people with expense accounts went to. I remember sitting there one time with a plate of surf and turf in front of me, being completely bewildered by what just happened. Mike had just closed a $5 million deal and I couldn't begin to figure out how he did it. I looked at him like, what kind of voodoo magic did you just use to make that happen? All you guys ever talk about is sports and your families. Mike always seemed to find a connection between some family member of his and someone related to the guy we were meeting with. I still don't know if that was all real or not. Mike would smile and say something like, Mike, it's all about the relationship. And he'd leave it at that. Well, I don't think the word existed back then, but I now know that Mike was an ambivert. What that means is that if you were a fly on the wall and you only got to see him for a few seconds, you'd either think he was a super gregarious extrovert or a quiet, introspective introvert, depending on the moment you saw him. Well, I'm also a complete ambivert, right down the middle. And that's another reason I was in the room. It turns out that this aspect of our personalities is a critically important part of why we're both good at selling. Adam Grant, an organizational psychologist at Wharton, who wrote what I consider one of the most important books of the century, give and take, has proven with science that ambiverts are the best salespeople. Check out this graph. It shows that total extroverts and total introverts generate the lowest sales revenue, and people in the middle generate the most. Now, why would that be true? Well, it goes to the core of what effective sales is all about, connecting with other human beings on a deep level. Being an ambivert means that you spend as much time quietly listening to and studying the other person as you do talking. Think about how much of your life you spend selling asking someone out on a date, going out with that person on a date, applying for a job, going to a job interview, getting a promotion, getting your kids to do what you want them to do. Is there any more important skill in life than selling? The problem is that the word makes you think of sleazy used car salesmen or the movie Glengarry Glen Ross and this scene with Alec Baldwin. Only one thing counts in this life. Get them to sign on the line which is dotted. You hear me, you? A, B, C. A, always B, B, C, closing. Always be closing. Always be closing. 
Okay, we don't like what these guys are doing because it's manipulation. But what's the difference between manipulation and persuasion? Well, they're exactly the same thing, except manipulators are serving their own needs and persuaders are serving the needs of the other person. That's the whole game. And winning the game depends entirely on empathy. It's a question of how deeply you can tune into and understand the internal workings of the other person. Whether it's a job interview, telling your kids to clean their rooms, or selling a car, doing it effectively means having a direct line into what the other person thinks and feels, and letting that be what guides you. This is what most people don't get about selling. It's not about you, it's about them. Even if your goal is to get what you want, like a sales commission, or a daughter with a clean room, you need to make it about serving the other person's needs. And to do that, you need to truly understand their needs. Now, there are literally thousands of books and articles about how to sell. And some of them, like these two by Robert Cialdini, give you a set of tricks that are proven to work at persuading people. The one that people talk about the most is mirroring, which is you copying the posture, gestures, speech pattern, and attitude of the other person. That and dozens of other techniques like it definitely do work, but there's a giant problem with them. They're not genuine. And at some level, the other person is gonna sense that. Look, if you're not good at the technique, like if you mirror in a way that's too obvious, well then they're gonna consciously sense it and it's game over, you take the L. But if you're really good at using these tricks, they may close deals for you for a while. If you're playing the long game, you've only got one option. Do the hard work on yourself that's needed to enable you to connect on the deepest possible level with other human beings. For me, the process took years and it included over a thousand hours of therapy. I can tell you now with certainty, there is no shortcut. You have to look deep inside yourself and remove every obstacle that stands between you and connecting in a real way with those around you. Once you do that, life will be so much better.